the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, how much money do you need for retirement? That's a big one that comes across on a regular basis. And I wish there was a super simple, super easy answer. It's not that simple. Um, it depends on your budget. But I think that's something we should start thinking about in your world, right? How much do you need? There's no calculator that's going to figure everything out for you. There's no number that's magical. You have a retirement age, for sure. Then you have an income replacement rate of how much you're draining from how much you need. There's also a sustainable withdrawal rate, which is a better angle to go in your head. You know that saving is important. You get that. Sadly, not enough people in America do. Living your someday the way you want to dream means having a roadmap. I'm surprised at how many people really can't think beyond their current situation. In your 20s, you should start thinking, I wonder what a spouse looks like. In your late 20s, you start thinking, what does a spouse look like with a kid and have a kid? In your 30s, you should start thinking about, whoa, I got this house and I wonder what saving for college is going to look like. I got some big expenses coming. But then you're going to say, man, I work so hard, I want a nice place on the weekend. And there's all sorts of cottages up and down California. I know some people that they say, I have a cabin up in the woods. And you're like, okay, okay, okay. Let me guess. It's 1.4 million. It's not really a cabin. And then you find out, no, it's really a rustic cabin up in the woods. A bear broke into it. And it might cost $30,000 versus 1.3 million. So you have to have a saving factor. So what I want you to do is by age 30, Step one, remember those those pictures of people walking on the beach and you see like nine steps and they're off into the future? That first step, you want one times your salary. The next big category is age, it starts at age 30, one times your salary. Have you ever saved one times your salary? Age 35, you should have two times your salary saved. This is just going to tell me if you're ready to play in the major leagues or not. By age 40, three times your salary. You can see where this is going, right? By age 45, four times your salary. By age 50, six times your salary. By age 55, seven times your salary. By age 60, eight times your salary. 
And by 67, 10 times your salary. So to repeat, age 31 times, age 35, two times, age 43 times, age 45, four times your salary. Now, that's just, to me, a good number, 10 times your salary. So let's say you make $100,000. By retirement, you want at least a million. Because on top of everything, Social Security is going to give you a little bit, not much. But it'll pay some bills, especially the health care bills. So if you are the one type who has a Tesla and you want to drive a nice car in retirement, you're going to probably have to change that number at 67 to 20 times. And you're going to have to have a lot of these numbers sooner rather than later. Like age 50, you're going to want 10 times. Somewhere between age 50 and 55, you're going to want 10 times your salary. So if you want to live large, 20 times is the right number. Because you're living large right now on your salary. But what if you live a little bit too long? He don't want this money running out. Saving with a saving goal in mind. And I just like using that $1 million number. I think we could all relate to a $100,000 a year salary. I think we'd all think about, like, I could live off that somewhere in the United States, right? I just want to get you to a million. Because then you could keep it sustainable at roughly about a million dollars while paying yourself thirty to $40,000 a year income. Social Security is be another ten, fifteen thousand. So you're going to make forty to fifty-five thousand a year in income, and you could live off that a million, right? Roughly about fifty-five thousand with Social Security. But can you live off of it forever? How many emergencies are going to come up? Issues like that. You need to know when you're going to retire. So you need to, if you want to get ten to twenty times your salary, when are you going to retire? Age sixty, sixty-five, or seventy? Delaying it gets you more Social Security benefits. When you want to retire, changes your savings factors. For instance, if you're going to retire at age 70, you only need roughly eight times your salary. If you're going to retire at age 67, you need roughly 10 times your salary. But if you're going to retire at 65, you need 12 times your salary, right? How do you want to live in retirement? Changes your savings factor. If you want to live below average where you currently live, you only need eight times by 67, if you're going to live about as you are now, you're going to need at least 10 times. And if you're going to go above average, you're going to need 12 times. So if you think, I've worked so hard in my 40s and 50s that I want to now enjoy and go on four cruises a year instead of two. I want to go on four, um, you know, I guess cruises are cruises, right? Uh, I want to go on four exotic adventures in the jungle instead of two. So if you're going to live large in retirement, you've got to save more. If you're going to live below average, you can save a little bit less than the numbers I've been talking about. Knowing what savings factors are to you, and keep in mind, there's things that are going to you know, come out of nowhere. I've seen 65-year-old men have you know, children, like bam, almost like a gnat. You know, they meet a, a woman and boom, out comes a kid. And like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be 65, 75, I'm going to be 83 when my daughter goes to prom. I don't want to be 83 when my daughter goes to prom. Turn that thing off. That's a bad sitcom. But it's also very expensive later in life because you were thinking I'm going to retire at 65. Now you've got something that's going to cost you about $250,000 from age zero to 17. And if you want to pay for the college, it's going to be another 250000 So how much do you need to save for retirement? It's a huge question. And I hope you take it seriously. It's it's the one thing on this show that if you walk away with saying, I feel better about, I'm good. I'm good. So some good sources of information, your brokerage firm. 
if you have a 401k, 403b, 457 at work, it may be through TD Ameritrade, it may be through Vanguard, it may be through Fidelity, through Charles Schwab. You probably have an online account, right? Go to that online account and look for the word research and start reading some of the Standard & Poor's research or start reading some of the research that's available to you. There's a lot that you can do to educate yourself. And again, yes, I get it. You know, we love baseball, we love football, we love cars, we love the Indianapolis 500. We have distractions. But first things first, you need 10 times your salary before you retire, maybe up to 20, maybe as low as eight if you're going to inherit well. So there's too many factors to say what exactly the number is, right? Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Hello, my little retirement gangsters. We should start a retirement gang. Yeah. Whoa. What are you, nuts? (laughs) No gangs. No gangs here. What are you, nuts? No gangs here. No gangs. Um, Gang-free financial zone for the day. Gang-free financial zone for the day. I look at retirement and money and savings pretty interestingly. Um, If I go to a Sharks game or a baseball game, I like to partake my adult beverages typically on the way or on the cheaper side. You don't want to be paying... 10 bucks for a beer, unless you're stinking wealthy, or unless you're saying, I'm just going to make a financially bad decision. Give me that $12 beer. Wait, wait, it's 14 if I get a free plastic. Give me the $14 beer with free plastic souvenir. Mm, beer. So you have to budget. I can't ever find in my budget overpriced beer. Can't do it. So in my days of being young and going out, on a Friday night or on a Saturday night, cue bad teenage song. We're going out to a party. Oom chaka chaka chaka. A little pre drinks at the house saves you a little bit of money versus the bar. So you got to learn budgeting. What can you ever find a $12 beer in your budget? You got to manage your debt. I just recently purchased a second home. And my debt is swelling, both on the mortgage side and on the new furniture side. You got to manage your savings. I think that's real important. Save for retirement as early as you can. Make the most of your contributions through available employer matches. So budgeting, managing debt, and savings are probably the three most important things to get you started. Come on, ease on down, ease on down the road, you know. The road to retirement, the whiz, the Wizard of Oz, you got to get the perspective first. You ever watch a international soccer game, you don't know the rules, and you're like, what's going on? You don't have the right perspective. You got to get a good perspective on budgeting, spend less than you earn, and prepare for emergency costs, medical expenses, car repairs. You got to learn to manage debt, eliminate high-interest debt sooner than later, like credit cards or private student loans. You got to understand the idea of saving. Save for retirement early. Make the most of what your employer gives away in a match, and that's where we start. So, budgeting. There's all sorts of rules, and 50%, there's the 50 15 5 rule. And I hate rules. 
I think it, it's it's a good place to start discussions. But to me, I look at a yellow line on a road as a suggestion. Lines are meant to be crossed. And that's not good because I'm blending my world of finance with my world of, of driving. But officer, I thought that line was supposed to be crossed. Give me your license and insurance and shut up. So 50% of your, your money should go to your essential expenses. What's an essential expense? You're talking car, food, health care, child care, student loans, minimum debt payments. You want to shop around for the best rates on everything. Car insurance. Is there a difference between car insurance between Allstate, State Farm, Geico, and USA? A lot of times that's just a utility. That's just a service, right? Have a game plan when you go to the grocery store. Try to avoid those impulse purchases. You know? I can't tell you how much meat in my life has gone bad because I was like, oh, I'll cook in, in home for the next three nights. And then I, I do for one or two. That meat at the counter gets old faster than the meat that's wrapped in plastic. So even if you buy meat at a counter, go home and put in a Tupperware and, and like seal the air in as, much, as best you can. Where's the beef? Where is the beef? Um, anytime you can save money, do. I put it this way. If someone's willing to buy you a drink, say yes. 15% of your paycheck should go into retirement savings. You're not going to have a pension, more than likely, and you can't rely on Social Security to pay enough of your retirement. So you have to supplement your retirement with an extra 15%. I talk to the teachers in the state of California twice a year. And one of the things that is pushed upon me to mention to them is your retirement the state provides needs to be supplemented. And what stinks about this is that teachers are great people. And out of nowhere, an insurance agent will come to the school and say, you should, you should check the, the box that says my annuity. And I'm going to leave some pizzas here. And you, got, you, you people are great people. And I'm going to come back in a couple weeks with more pizzas. But don't forget to check my box. Now, what he's not telling you is like it's, he gets a big fat commission. And you don't need that. And that's going to cause you to underperform. So 15% of your paycheck needs to go towards supplementing your Social Security in retirement. Whether you're a teacher, a firefighter, a foo fighter, or, I don't know, a rock'em, sock'em robot. Meet your employer match. So if your employer matches the first 3%, 6%, say yes. Increase your contributions every year. I know some people at the TV station and radio station that I work for, and I'm like, how much do you save for retirement? And they're like, well... About 5%. I'm like, do 6% this year. Come on, you can do it. You can do it. The more you save, the, the better off you're going to be. Allocate part of your raise or bonus to retirement. You know, build an emergency fund. That's super important out of your short-term savings. You want to get three to six months set aside in case something unexpected happens to you, like your car breaks down or you have a medical emergency. You know, it's your emergency funds isn't for a 50 inch TV as much as I want it to be. It's not. Once you have your emergency fund, turn to savings for other short term expenses. Like if you're asked to be in a wedding or you accidentally put your phone through the laundry yet again. You know what's kind of cool? I've put my AirPods through the laundry once and they still worked. It either tells you that my laundry machine has like spit for uh, power or. Somehow, some way, some shape, some form, Rob Black got lucky. I know you're saying, wow. Rob Black got lucky. Keep that to yourself. So resist the temptation to use credit cards to fund basic expenses in your life. Resist putting your emergency fund 
into a TV or a vacation. Instead, try to put it into a separate fund that's not easy to get to. If you already have an emergency fund and haven't had any unplanned expenses this year, you can always reject, reject some of your emergency fund savings towards retirement. So some great ideas is always continue to chip away your debt. Don't give up on it. Start saving for your kid's college sooner rather than later. Start saving for your kid's wedding sooner rather than later. Start saving for your kid's tuition sooner rather than later. Put some more money aside for retirement. Always a good idea. Don't just not have a plan. This isn't hard, but it takes a little bit of spit shine. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Sounds like I am. So they did a big CD launch tour last year where they went to all the small venues and big towns. This year they're doing a big festival tour. Hitting their stride. What's the lifetime of a musician? Can you make enough money doing it? Could a band like Hyam with three sisters playing together, can they create enough money and enough wealth to last forever? It's going to be tough. Come, a band like Bon Jovi could do it. But not all bands are Bon Jovi. So one of the things I like to do is just say, like, you have to have a plan, right? Whether you're a cool rock band or cool individual. You got to set priorities. That's the first and hardest thing to do. Kids, college, house, retirement, spouse. You put a dollar number next to those. Kid, 250,000, 17, college, 250,000. House, you should know your housing market. Just because you buy a $500,000 house doesn't mean it doesn't really cost $700,000 of your cash. You want to make a budget. You want to keep your spending under control so you get the most out of every dollar. I think a, a website like mint.com does pretty good for people. Not forever, but if you've never done a budget, start with a budget. See where you're standing. As Mr. Elton John once said, I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a little too round. I don't mind that he got heavy. He just kind of like got, he became circular. I'm surprised at how many people don't bank or how many people don't have a brokerage account. The basics of investing. Um, inflation's the boogeyman, and investing helps you beat inflation. You put your dollar with Coca-Cola, and they're going to share their profits with you, and they're going to try to share their growth with you. And Coca-Cola makes soda water, and that's not growing, but it was for a while in, in countries. So they start doing water, and they start doing orange juice, they start doing sports drinks. You know, Pepsi owns Gatorade. I'm not sure why in the heck Coke is sitting on the sidelines when there's a company called Body Armor that seems to be taking the game to the next level in sports drinks, which is a big business. But you get the idea. You invest in them. You get to own part of the profits. So you're looking for companies that are growing faster than the economy, companies that are growing faster revenue or faster earnings or faster something. Or if you don't need that growth, you can go with safety and get income out of the companies. So you get a 4 or 5% dividend yield. That's pretty attractive. Historically, every year you get 10% from the stock, 6% from bonds, 5% from real estate. Short-term stocks are the most volatile, but that's okay. Volatility is good. I have a, a link in my head that the crazier the person, the more passionate the spouse. Investing in a 401k, 403b, 457 is probably the only thing you need to do. 
That's my little secret to you. Could you do other things? Yes. Get the proper life insurance, health insurance? Yes. But the best thing to do is take advantage of that 401k, 403b, 457, or you're going to have to do an IRA, and that takes a little more work on your end, and I don't want to create work for you. I'd prefer you go after exchange-traded funds, index funds, or mutual funds before you go after stocks, individual stocks. Exchange-traded funds, index funds have the lowest cost and get you broad exposure, and they're really cheap to buy. Sometimes like 50 cents on $100. So you get $99.50 of stock that's diversified. If you go after individual stock, you could you could hit a home run, you could strike out. That's the fear that I have for you. So you could just play the horse race by being by buying some small cap, mid cap, large cap, exchange trade funds or index funds, some international and some income. You could accumulate those every single paycheck. And if you want to go out and roller uh, rollerblade this weekend, that's fine. If you want a hula hoop, that's great. I'm good with it all. But buying roughly six equity classes, you're getting proper diversification. Again, uh, small cap, mid cap, large cap, maybe a real estate investment trust fund that is publicly regulated. Private REITs are not regulated. So private money, not regulated. Hard money, not regulated. Publicly traded stocks are regulated, and publicly traded real estate investment trusts are, are regulated. I have no problem with you buying an individual stock once you have 100000 invested in index funds. I want you to own a Nike or a McDonald's. You know, McDonald's is, quite honestly, the same company that it was 40 years ago, right? I think their burgers are the same thing. Through the years, they'll evolve, and they'll come up with fresh burgers and bigger burgers and bigger burgers with sriracha sauce because people want something more than ketchup. Ketchup's sugar tomato sauce, right? Ronald Reagan once had the gall to tell the country, that Heinz ketchup was a vegetable, and that was good enough for school lunches. Don't! That's audacity. You thought Trump was crazy. We put a president in the White House from California who was an actor. If that's not wagging the tail, right? I'll be back. And we had Schwarzenegger as our governor. California's kooky. So another way to get successful financially is to buy a home. Owning your home is part of the American dream. But if you're not prepared, it could be part of the American nightmare. Rob Zombie, I am an American nightmare. Owning a home is a liability. A lot of people see it as an investment. I was sitting at lunch with a guy yesterday who's just, he's all over himself proud because he's made a lot of money in real estate. And I'm like, you took a lot of risk. I see more people go bankrupt in real estate than in stocks. So control your debt. Consider when you buy a home, it's a debt. Try to buy a nice home next to nice jobs because people are going to want to buy it. And if you buy a home next to nice jobs and that company moves, it's going to be a tougher time to sell. So right now, if you're in Cupertino, you are spitting distance to, to Apple, Facebook, Google. If one of those companies were to be shut down by the European Union or the Justice Department, that would hurt housing costs. Or it could hurt housing costs. Because the same thing that made it rise in demand could pull off demand. Um, start sooner than later when you have a kid to save for their for, uh, the college. So it won't hurt as much. The reason college costs hurt so much is because people wait till their 17, 18-year-old child goes to college, and they're like, what? It's $50,000 a year? Oh, I make 100 That's half my salary. 
But if you were putting in, you know, two thousand, three thousand dollars a year, it wouldn't be such a big sting over five, ten years, right? I prefer you buy a used car. Cars that are two years old, they're like new. As CFP Chad Burton, New Focus Financial would say, it's like new, it's new to you. I'm like, but it's not now. But it's new to you. But it's not now. So you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. He's got all sorts of cool things you can download, including retirement expense calculators. You can go to newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. He and I do seminars all over the Bay Area. And you can sign up for them using the code RADIO25 if you've never been. If you've been to 10 of them, don't come. Quick note on insurance. If I were to have 20 memes or 20 statements that define me, I think it's important that you do. I, for instance, I value tenacity and rigor more than I value, you know, a pretty smile. So for me, tenacity and rigor are very important. But for me, another thing that I value is ensure what you can't afford to lose. So if you just bought a second home, there's nothing in it. You don't need to have max protection on it, right? If you're 20 years old, you probably don't need health insurance. You can get away with not having it. I did. You probably did. But it's not a good idea because the night I busted my my knee open while jogging at 10 o'clock at night, not drunk, not high, just in the dark, you and me, we should be jogging in the dark. Um, Boy, that song, Dancing in the Dark, was about his mother. And how she started losing her mind. And how much she loved dancing as a ch- as a young woman. Say what? It's not about Courtney Cox getting up on stage and shaking her thing with uh, the Bruce, the boss, the man. So ensure what you can't afford to lose. You know, um, I insure notebooks because they can drop. So I I, I don't buy extended warranties. On a regular basis, if you go into Best Buy today and you get like an Apple TV, they're like, do you want an extended warranty? You're like, no, no, no. These things tend not to break. And if they do, it's in the first year. And if you buy with an American Express, you automatically get a second year. And in two years from now, the technology is going to be smaller, cheaper, faster. So, you could, so, so don't throw your money away on things you can't, you can afford to lose. Throw your money away, uh, you know, insure things that you can't afford to lose. Whether it's your health care or your car. You can get less insurance on your car as it gets older and beat up. You don't have to have full max coverage. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me on at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Hello, hello. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I steal a lot of people's ideas and make them my own. I have no problem saying that. Um, I saw a long time ago that the financial world needed a good person to talk basic things, having a budget, having a goal, funding it, maxing out your 401k, getting health insurance that's appropriate for you. Don't leave money. Don't leave money on table. Don't don't have to have a new car until you're wealthy. Like as a parent. I don't know anything about parenting and like we're not taught this stuff correctly. A lot of it comes from your heart. But, like I'll steal insights from other people who have kids older than me. Like I love leaving notes for my boys. One of them I wrote, you are very funny. You are a very funny person. Let that shine through. 
when you're hanging out with your friends. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> and now you know. Um, I'm grateful that I've been around people who have been good for me. I think you should listen to your gut as much as you can. Um, so leave little notes for your kids. They will cherish those things. Let's go to Jesse in San Francisco. Hey, Jesse. Hi, Rob. How are you doing? Doing well enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm 61 years old. I've just been placed on disability. I have uh, savings, investments, and a 401k plan that adds up to $700,000 to $750,000. Where do I go from here? What's your disability? Uh, Parkinson's. Okay. So you're 61. Will you ever be able to work again? I've been placed on long-term disability. I, I, can't, okay. I, can't, I can't do a lot of things physically no more. Okay. And the long-term disability check that you get from the government's probably, tell me roughly how much it is, just to give our audience an idea. I, I, I the grand, yes, I don't know. It's not much, right? I haven't gotten it yet. Okay. So what you're going to find is that probably doesn't go very far. Do you have to stay in San Francisco? Yes. Okay. Is there any reason why? It's where I was born. Okay. Um, you're going to run out of money if all you have is $750,000 at age 61 living in San Francisco with a disease um, or a condition of you know deterioration. It's going to get expensive on you or you know, hopefully, and this is the craziest thing to say out loud, hopefully you die early before you run out of money. Um, or if you do have a long life, you're going to run out of money. What's your plan if you run out of money? Because when I said you could leave San Francisco, the correct answer should be, I'll do whatever I can to make sure I don't run out of money. But I know a lot of us are tied towards the Bay Area. I get it. Well, my, I guess my sister could help me out. Is she? Have you had that conversation? Is she prepared to take on it? And I, I'm talking honestly with you. Don't get mad at me. Is she prepared to take on a financial burden? Is that part of her, her culture? Because if I were to ask my brothers, they would tell me to go fly. She, 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 we discussed it. Oh, good. Well, I, I think what you should do at this point in time, and um, I would strongly consider meeting with a financial planner, like a new focus, because they've got planning software that is very detailed and much more than a flip conversation on a radio show. Um, but I would start there and let them know honestly what your situation is. And if you can, you know, get through the data with them, I think you'll be in a better position to at least know what you can and can't do. I would include your sister on all conversations like this. I would get a medical directive sooner rather than later. I would get a will or trust sooner rather than later. Do you own any property? No. Is there like, no? No. See, conversations like this, I wish you would say magically, yes, because then it would be like, oh, it's Bay Area property and it's appreciated. You've got more than you think. But if all you have is 750, I'd be, I'd be very protective of drawing down on it until you very, very much so have to. And I don't know what it's like to be diagnosed with Parkinson's, and I, I, I wish the best for you, but you're going to have to do the best you can to, to scrounge and find ways to make that last, because that's only going to amount to about 30000 35000 in retirement most. Um, and I don't know if you can live off that with a $1,000 disability, uh, you know, monthly check or $2,000, let us say. Uh, the Bay Area is expensive, and you know your health is going to be more expensive than you think. Uh, Medicare, Medicaid, Medi-Cal is not free. Um, there's co-payments, there's co-insurance, there's co-deductibles, there's, there's crazy things that you're like, really? And the answer is, yeah, really. There's always going to be something. So with that said, um, 
good luck. Start the planning process. I would start, you know, getting on Google at the library. Look at your cost. If you have a cell phone, consider canceling it. Um, Google at the library is just as good for most people and start with, you know, um, Parkinson's disease and investing Parkinson's disease cost Parkinson's disease, you know, lifestyles in the seventies, start being honest with yourself, what it's going to look like. And my personal opinion is I don't know what you're paying in rent. Thanks for the call. But whatever you're paying in rent, I would look at other places around the country and say, maybe I should go there. And, you know, states that are Parkinson friendly, maybe Florida's got a great Parkinson's hospital for retirees. Maybe Arizona does. I don't know. Um, I wish you the best. And I, I, I seriously, you know, I feel for you because it's not a good position. And hearing someone tell you that sucks. Um, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. If there's an event coming up, you could use the code radio25. If you haven't been to an event, get some education. Everyone should get some education. Nothing else. Jesse just taught us that. Educate, 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 so you know what's coming. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.